Hello, everyone. It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pika Stanis. This is episode 193, season 8. Today's date is January 21st, 2023, and welcome to the show. Uh, on today's show, I'm doing something unusual and off the subject, in a way. Uh, I will discuss the 55th anniversary of the t- television series Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. That was a comedy variety show that aired on... NBC, which was WMEQ-TV uh, Channel 5 in Chicago on Monday nights. And you're probably asking why I'm discussing this and why is it Chicago-related. Uh, there are a couple reasons, and I will get get to that in a moment, and I'll explain. Okay, and uh, but right now, uh, the program will go into a commercial break. And this commercial is brought to you by... Bold Detergent. And here's a commercial featuring one of the uh, cast members of uh, Laugh-In is Joanne Worley. <laughs> so it, I just love her. You know, I'll get to get I'll get to her in uh, later on. So here's here's a commercial from 1967, 68. I think during when she was on Laugh-In, I think it was or even before that. So here we go, and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Red, I mean, I've lost my head about red. The bold, bright, bright, red, red, you get when you use bold. Bold brightens reds with a colorful shower of blue, white, and green, brightening power. Red, 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 red. I mean exactly what I said. Red, if you like red, you'll love bright red. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Bold Detergent uh, with Joanne Worley. Uh, she is my absolute favorite. I'll get to her uh, down the road <laughs> and explain. Uh, Bold Detergent, uh, been, that product's been around for quite a while. Uh, it's still being made. Uh, it's cha- it has changed uh, over the years. Uh, it was introduced in 1965, and uh, let's see, and then it was uh, there was Bold Three, remember that, and uh, then in 1982 it was relaunched uh, as the only combined detergent conditioner, like that. Uh, but it's changed uh, over time. I remember the. Uh, the one commercial, no, I'm sorry. The one detergent that I remember was Dash detergent. I don't know if it's still around. I haven't seen it. You know, there was a, maybe there is, I, I don't know. I remember Roxadol. Do you remember Cold Power? Uh, there was uh, All Temperature Cheer. Uh, there was Gain. Uh, there's a lot. There were a lot of them. Some are still around. Some are gone. Uh, I know Cold Power is gone. 
but I found out, uh, I don't know if it's still made. I, I heard it was still made in Australia. I don't know if it's discontinued or not. Wow. We'll see. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was going to talk about, uh, the 55th anniversary of the TV series, Rowan Martin's laughing. And I explained why I'm going to talk, why I'm going to talk about this. Uh, first off, uh it's it's my second favorite show of all time uh first one is i love lucy uh number three is the honeymooners <laughs> i think fourth is bewitched and fifth and sixth is uh probably batman uh also there's gilligan's island and uh let's see there was the adams family and the monsters and there's others i have a lot of tv sh- i have a lot of favorite tv shows uh but i won't get into that and when i was growing up in chicago uh in the south shore neighborhood and on the south side uh we lived in an apartment on colfax avenue and uh one day uh the tv was on and on monday nights at seven uh i looked at the tv and i'm and i looked at the show uh laughing and i was mesmerized it was like, wow, what, what is this? And it was so colorful and it was fast and all these people doing it. I didn't understand what they were doing. <laughs> I got hooked on it. I really did. And um, so uh, I, I knew right away when the show uh, was on. It was on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. Um, and that debuted on January 22nd, 1968, uh, which the anniversary falls tomorrow and ended on, um, let's see, May of 1973. I don't know the exact date. Yeah, March 12th. So I remember watching the last seasons of that a little bit. I didn't watch it every week. So uh, I remember a glimpse of the show, the, the, the cocktail party, they were dancing and all the, the joke wall. <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> and, uh, and also it's cast members and uh, they also made other uh, made appearances on other television shows. I'll get to that too. So I'm going to start the history of the show. Uh, I won't go into much detail because that takes up too much time. Uh, just very briefly on that. And uh, now take it from there. Okay. So here we go. So Rowan Martin's Laughing, sometimes it was called Laughing. Uh, it was a, a sketch comedy TV program. And like I said before, it, it premiered on January 20, 22nd, 1968. And ended March 12, 1973, and it was hosted by comedians Dan Rowan and Dick Martin. And they were a uh, com- they were a comedy act, and they performed at uh, clubs, Las Vegas. Uh, they appeared, uh, they did appear on other TV shows, like uh, Dean Martin, um, Ed Sullivan Show. Uh, they had their own show in the summer of 1966 uh, during that time. And uh, they had a pilot. Uh, uh, they did a pilot. It was a one-time special. It aired on September 9th, 1967. Uh, the first time I saw the pilot was uh, a long time ago. I was in New York City. 
uh, and I visit the Museum of Broadcasting uh, over there. I forgot what street it was. Uh, and uh, you go to the museum and you find uh, old TV shows. You have them on tape and, well, you request it. And then I noticed uh, they had the pilot for Waffen. I go, oh, I got to watch this. I got to watch So uh, the person was, who was in charge got me the tape and I went to a, uh, they got him in, uh, uh, you sit at a desk. And uh, so I watched the pilot and it was, it was very bizarre because it was very different from, well, it was the same, but it was like, uh, I think it was like, uh, get the ball starting do you understand like that and uh most of the cast members were there uh some were missing well i think uh let's see uh gary owens was not there the uh, the announcer uh, goldie hawn was not there uh, she came later and uh it was pretty good it was funny and uh so i enjoyed it so I watched the pilot, and uh, this was during my time when I worked at American Express Travel. I used to travel a lot, you know, to cities. And then uh, one day, uh, one time I went to Los Angeles, and I went to Hollywood, and I stopped by at a bookstore. And this bookstore uh, so it had a book on sale about the history of the show. Oh, I had to buy that book. I really did. Uh, the funny, the strange thing about this book is they had no pictures. It explains everything. It explain. I I don't remember the author's name. I think it was Ralph Erickson. That's his name. And I still have the book. I love it. I've read the book at least five times. <laughs> I can't put it down. I I couldn't do that. And uh, Explain the uh, how Laffin was born and how they got all the cast members, how Rowan and Martin, you know, got together. And uh, so I'll explain how this show came to be. Uh, it was most of the influences were like these. Uh, there was a comedy duo. They were Olsen and Johnson, and they were on a Broadway. A show called Hell, Hell's a Poppin. And then they got it from er, a comedian, Ernie Kovacs. You know, he had a TV show in the early 60s. And also the there was a TV show called That That Was the Week That Was. It was like a satire. It was a new, so they got that. And uh, most of the gags and the jokes were rapid fires, you know. And it was like you, they say a joke in a moment, then they're gone. And then, you know, there's another joke coming. <laughs> So uh, most of the uh, gags and sketches were uh, political and uh, contained sexual innuendo, you know, like hidden messages <laughs> like that. And uh, Dan Rowan and Dick Martin, uh, their act was mostly uh, Dan Rowan was the straight guy and uh, uh Dick Martin was the dumb guy, you know, like Abbott and Costello, Laurel and Hardy, like that. And uh, that was, uh, they were great. They were a wonderful duo. They, they, I enjoyed them watching that. I've, I've seen clips of them on YouTube before laughing. And they, in the beginning of the show, they, you know, they did their act and uh, they go to the cocktail party. But, you know, uh, 
a lot of people older than me will remember when the show, when the show started, they showed the NBC pick Peacock. <laughs> and then they start rolling in the jokes and uh, the sketches. Uh, the way they s- filmed them is like, uh, I, I'm not sure exactly. They uh, film sketches and bit, bits and pieces of that. So everyone in the cast didn't see each other, really. And they filmed it like all day long. It, it was a long day for them. And uh, then the producers and the uh, directors and people in charge, they edited everything and then they spliced it up. And this is like before MTV like that. And uh, that was very innovative and groundbreaking. Uh, it was never, it was n- nothing like that was ever done before, uh, except on Ernie Kovacs, he did that as well. I didn't say laughing was the first. I don't think so. Okay. And then, um, like I said before, then uh, Rowan and Martin would do their nightclub act, you know, they did, and then they go to the cocktail party. And the cocktail party is like, uh, they would start dancing, drinking. I don't know if it's real booze. <laughs> so, and then they would say a joke or they would, talk about something that was uh, very relevant that day uh, about uh, drug culture, politics. It was the Vietnam War, uh, race relations, you know, but not, they they don't make a message out of them. That's not what they did. They just did that and then it made it funny. And that's what was endearing about the show. And uh, each of the cast members said something, uh, at least once in twice they would do that sometimes the care uh the cast members were in care in costume and they said that i'll get to that as well and explain and then uh you would see these uh blurbs and uh in front of it of the screen one time they showed that uh help help i'm held hostage at uh at a tv station and a lot of people called in they thought it was real but it really wasn't (laughs) I think the police came to the studio in Burbank, you know, beautiful downtown Burbank, and they they thought it was a real uh, hostage situation. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. Oh, boy. (laughs) And then they had these cameo of uh, famous celebrities, uh, mostly television, movies. Uh, They had uh, John Wayne. They had uh, Sammy Davis Jr., the Zaja Gabor. All, all famous people like that, uh, Carol Channing, Dinah Shore, they would pop up, you know, and they would say something. <laughs> uh, the first show that aired was uh, that this, uh, let me start that. Uh, Rowan and Martin's Laughing replaced The Man from Uncle. That was the spy show. I love that show, very, uh, by the way. And they had uh, Alexander Weaverly. Uh, I think that's what's his name um, from the man from Uncle. He he was on and he, and he says I just found the headquarters for Thrush. <laughs> I think it's I don't know if it's Waverly. I forgot his name. Uh, that was by uh, played by Leo G. Carroll. I think Alexander Waverly is from Christmas in Connecticut. Uh, I guess it's the same. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, they had the, I remember Barbara Feldon was in a few shows and all that, so that was fun. 
That was that was great. Like that. Let's see. Uh, but uh, it premiered uh, very well. It was opposite uh, the Lucy Show because the Lucy Show, starring Lucille Ball, was number one, and it made a dent in the ratings. That's great. You know, that's wonderful. It did that. And uh, let's see. Yeah, his name is uh, okay. Uh, but Liuchi Carroll's uh, character, his name was Alexander Waverly. Yeah, I just want to correct myself like that. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, then they had uh, did some sketches, and also uh, they did the mod 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 world. And they touch on a subject of everyday life, like uh, insurance, crime, uh, pollution. Uh, they did one for smoking, which was very popular. That was big back then. They uh, also did Christmas, uh, you know, holidays, uh, whatever's going on in the world, you know. And they had uh, the women in bikinis, and they had tattoos all over their bodies. Uh, all. all all the women did that, uh, except Lily Tomlin. I, don't, I never saw her do that. And uh, the the women complained about that because it was like painted and it smelled, and uh, a lot of people stayed away from them. <laughs> they didn't want to go near them, you know. Goldie Hawn did the most of that. Which, by the way, in the first season, she appeared uh, probably the fourth season. I'll go down to the cast members uh, in a moment. And let's see. Uh, after that, then they did uh, laughing looks in the news, and uh, they had all the women dancing in different costumes and say, "What's the news across the nation?" You can get this already out of your head. And then uh, they introduced Dan Rowan, and then he introduces uh, Dick Martin, just like uh, the Tonight Show with Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson. <laughs> And then Dick Martin would read a few news items, and then he would say, take it away, Goldie. And then Goldie would make mistakes. She'll botch everything up. And then it, and then she laughs herself silly. That's what's so endearing about that. And then Dan Ron said more in the news. And then they have the sports, and uh, which was uh, Big Al, which was Alan Seuss. It was funny. <laughs> so they did that every week, you know that. And then... Uh, and then there was more sketches, more like that. Um, I would get to, uh, I wouldn't go in more detail about that, uh, the sketches, the types, and the trade, and the in the catchphrases and the trademarks of that. And then at the end of the show, they had the joke wall, and all the celebrities went behind the joke wall. They would open the door and say a joke. Uh, some sometimes they weren't that funny, but some were cute and all that and uh, then more sketches would come and then at the end of the show they would show a guy on a tricycle wearing a raincoat he would ride a tricycle and then he would bump into something or ride real fast and he'll fall down <laughs> according to some sources that could that that would have been Artie Johnson or Alan Seuss or I think well, Ruth Buzzy said it could have been uh, all of all of them. They were writing. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. And they were writing that. <laughs> Some people think it's silly, but I think it was hilarious. They and uh, and then they would uh, keep going, and then they uh, the credits would roll the uh, during the joke wall, 
and then you know of course they show more sketches and then the the tricycle fall uh the man and the tricycle falling down and then you hear one clap at the end you know like that and that that was that okay all right so uh right now i'm gonna play uh this is a seek uh this is part of the show and uh it of uh, laughing so it features uh uh Artie johnson uh gary owens and also joanne worley and this is from the first season so sit back and enjoy and it's hilarious so thank you everyone now i know you fellas have had a rough time in the first half but let's go out there and win this one for the yom kipper <laughs> At that very moment, in another part of town. That, of course, was the delightful Helen Twelve Trees. And turning another musical page in our album of memories, here is the delightful Lamont Cranston. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that uh, little thing. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Uh, the show was created by George Schlatter. I can't pronounce his name very well. He's still with us. He's 90 years old. I think, yeah, he's 90 years old. Oh, my God. He's still around. And they, he was the producer, the creator, you know, the director of the show. And uh, he worked with Roland and Martin together. Uh, until the sixth season, they had a... I don't know. There, there was go, behind the scenes. They were going. Uh, there was some turmoil. Uh, I won't go into that. Uh, maybe later we'll see. And uh, right now, I will talk about the the cast member, uh, the cast members. And uh, let's see what we got. So here we go. Um, on season one, uh, we have Judy Karn. Uh, that was a Sakatumi girl. Oh, with the Sakatumi it was hilarious at the time. You know, the, she got hit by water, um, a board. Uh, she fell through a trap door. <laughs> and uh, let's see what other things are. Uh, but it may be rice to you, but it's sake to me and you know, all the rest. <laughs> I like that one. That's hilarious. And uh, and uh, one time the the girls uh, threw a, a wedding shower, but she wasn't getting married. But they turned on the shower and she got wet. She got she got abused a lot, you know. So uh, like that. I will I will talk about the each cast member, uh, you know, later on. And then, uh, like I said, in season one we had Judy Carter, we have Audrey Johnson. He played Wolfgang, you know, the Nazi. I forgot to mention he he was at the end of the show. Every time in his uh, at, when he's behind a bush and says, "Very interesting, but stupid." <laughs> you know, sometimes he would have a guest star there, you know, and they dress in Nazis. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious, like that. Uh, also, Eileen Brennan was on the show briefly. She was there. Uh, she, her and Goldie Hawn were together in the movie, 1980 uh, movie, Private Benjamin, together. That, uh, I love the movie. It, it was funny. Also, you have Henry Gibson. Uh, he was the poet. Uh, he was talk about a subject. 
and uh, he would carry a big flower and recite a poem. Uh, Flip Wilson made appearances before he made uh, his own show in 1970. Oh, he was hilarious. I loved him. And then Goldie Hawn came later. She came later. And uh, Larry Hovitz from Hogan's Heroes. Uh, he appeared on the show and also Hogan's Heroes at the same time. Uh, he came back in the fifth season. I'll get to that. There was also a cast member, Roddy Maud Roxby. And uh, he's still alive to this day, you know. And he, he was the one that first played the judge, you know, for Here Comes the Judge. But they didn't see Here Comes the Judge. It was uh, Sammy Davis Jr. I'll get to that, him. Of course, we have Joanne Worley. Oh, wonderful. She is my all-time favorite. She is hilarious. She's beautiful. And she, she sings. She screams. When you look at her, you start laughing. And she gets... <laughs> It's just hilarious. <laughs> you know, she would talk about her boyfriend, Boris, you know, and all that. And, oh, and the, the dresses she wore and the hair and all that. Um, very talented lady. Very funny. And uh, the, it was also the first appearance of Tiny Tim, the singer, who sang Tiptoe Through the Tulips. And... I think people have seen it, or if you watch it on YouTube, when he first appeared, uh, he starts singing a song with next to Dick Martin, and he made those faces at him. He's like, "What is that?" <laughs> he came. He's he's come back to the show a few times, but it, it was I don't know who discovered him, but he was uh, he was a real oddball. He seemed like a nice man, but uh... <laughs> so he's banging on the ukulele singing that song with that uh season two everyone came back uh except uh eileen brennan and larry hovis and but they added uh some other cast members there was uh alan Seuss, uh big al oh she's funny also chelsea brown uh she's from chicago and uh yeah she was a uh, african-american actress and also uh sweet brother dick winnington uh he was on there briefly he's a dj and he's still alive to this day also the fun couple with charlie burrell and mitzi mccall they're both still around but uh that didn't they didn't do very well on the show so they, so they got dropped also they got pigmeat martin he was a comedian uh, a black comedian and he's the one that introduced here comes the judge and i think they got that from that's where Sammy Davis Jr. got that when he wore the white wig and the and the robe, and he goes, "Here come the judge! Here come the judge!" <laughs> it's hilarious, like that, and uh, he would hit him like that. Also, uh, let's see, uh, they have Byron Gilliam. He became a cast member in the, uh, season three, but he was a dancer, and Barbie Benton. Uh, you remember her? She was a playmate, uh, you know, playboy playmate. Also, Hugh Hefner's uh, girlfriend at one time. She was on a show, but she was a dancer like that. Now, season two was the most popular of all, really, because uh, that's when the show really, really got going. And it was it was wonderful. And uh, also the first uh, episode of the season was a classic. They did the Sakatumi. Everyone got socked uh, by any means, you know, uh, lightning, water. Uh, 
uh, ping pong balls. And then at the end, uh, Judy Karn got socket to me. She got hit by all kinds of stuff. And then, uh, then they show Richard Nixon, and he was president at the time. <laughs> he was there. I don't. Uh, I think according to Ruth Buzzy, he they she said that they called him, and he was filmed in the studio. Uh, the cat. I don't think the cast members met him or saw him, and he just filmed. And he said, "Sock it to me." <laughs> That was classic. And I think that, according to sources, that helped got it elected. I think when they filmed that, he was running. So uh, so that that episode uh, is a classic, of course. Okay. And then we got season three. Um, let's see. Uh, also, Dave Madden. I forgot about Dave Madden. Yeah, he was in season two. He's famous for Reuben Kincaid on The Partridge Family. Which I loved. I loved him in that. He was frustrated, and you know, because of Danny Partridge, <laughs> so that was his most famous role. Uh, he left the show in season two. Also, uh, Chelsea Brown, and the yeah, they were gone, and then they added more, more people. Uh, Judy Carn was there halfway. She didn't renew her contract, and she left. She you know she became very very popular, and then she started a Broadway show. But, you know, it was short-lived, and then she started another TV shows, game shows, and then, but she had personal problems, you know, drug abuse, and but she, that's what she was in the news about, is about her life, like that. She was also famous for being uh, Burt Reynolds' ex-wife, and they were married at the time. And, uh, yeah, she passed away in 1990, when did she, 2014, yeah, that's when she passed away, that's a shame. She was cute. I liked her. Yeah, all the cast members came back except uh, the ones I mentioned. Also, they added Teresa Graves, Jeremy Lloyd, and Pamela Rogers. Now, and then Byron Gilliam, the dancer. And uh, Teresa Graves, we all know her from Get Christy Love. You know, she was a cop. That was in seven, I love that show. I remember that. They showed some, there was one episode where they had six of the cast members of Laughing. You know, and they showcase that. Of course, I forgot about Gary Owens. And uh, he was, uh, inter you know, saying uh, all kinds of nonsense. And he had his hand over the ear. And he would introduce the cast members. He was there all six seasons. He was there all, all through that. Okay. And uh, Jeremy Lloyd was a, you know, a... He was a actor from England. I think. Uh, uh, and then we have Pamela Rogers. Uh, she starred in the. She was also in the movie The Maltese Bippy, with uh, Rowan and Martin. I've seen the movie once. Uh, it was okay. Not that great. Uh, I don't know how well it did in the box office, but uh, I don't know. I think she was in the movie. And uh, a lot of people ask, where is she? You know, a lot of, on my Facebook group, where is she? And we can't, nobody knows where the, where she's located. Someone asked Ruth Buzzy uh, recently, where is she? And she, and she says, I don't know. I don't know where she is. She just disappeared because she did some acting. And then up to 1972, she was on Love American Style and other TV shows. Gone. She just uh, disappeared from the face of the earth. <laughs> uh 
Then you had Stu Gilliam. He was an, a comedian. He was there for, you know, sporadically. And also they had Johnny Brown. He was there for two episodes. Uh, he's famous for Bookman on Good Times, which he was hilarious. <laughs> I liked that. He was great. He did uh, impersonations of Alfred Hitchcock, uh, Ed Sullivan, uh, characters from Amos and Andy. He did Ralph Cramden uh, from The Honeymooners. That was on season four. But the most uh, famous person that was introduced was Lily Tomlin. She appeared on, her first appearance was December 29th, 1969. And that's when Ernestine, the telephone operator, appeared. And that was one of my favorites. She is hilarious in that show. Oh, um, she did Edith Ann. That was introduced later. Susan, the sorority sister. Uh, she did that, and oh, it's it's so funny. <laughs> her career just took off like that. Uh, the funny story about her is she was hired and then then fired, and then they brought her back. You know, it's uh, complicated like that. Uh, it was, season three became very popular. Uh, they uh, most of the th uh, things remained: uh, the joke wall, the cocktail party. Laughing looks in the news. They did the dancing, uh, you know, that. Uh, then in season four, everything changed. Uh, most of the cast members left. And uh, like, for example, uh, uh, Goldie Hawn, uh, Joanne Worley, and Judy Carn. she left before. And then later on, halfway was Henry Gibson. He was gone. And, uh, but the others remained and the others from season three, uh, stayed like, for example, Lily Tomlin and Johnny Brown and, uh, I forgot who else. I think that's it. And, uh, they introduced some new, new cast members and, uh, it looked different and, uh, it wasn't the same. Uh, it was still funny, but they changed some things around that's what happens when you have a hit show uh they like to uh producers and directors like to tamper with it and make it better sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't you know it uh, it depends you know it you know you, sometimes you, you can't strike lightning twice <laughs> so the cast members uh, that were added were dennis allen uh, he was a real skinny guy. He was funny. I liked him. Uh, Nancy Phillips. Uh, she was only there halfway the show. Interesting enough, uh, she was on Facebook for a while. Yeah, I found her. and uh, But she passed away a few years ago. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, she was uh, not acting much. Uh, I don't know what she did. Also, there was Barbara Sharma. Uh, she was, she was funny and, uh, uh, she's famous for Myrna Morgenstein on Rhoda. <laughs> so you have Ann Elder, uh, then, uh, well, that's about it. So, and then sometimes Teresa Graves made a few appearances like that. And, uh, one of the most famous episodes in season four was the Halloween episode feature Orson Welles. Now that was hilarious. I like that. And he did an old... And they, it's it was hilarious, <laughs> like that. The ratings uh, nosedive. So uh, from when the show started, uh, they tried to beat the Lucy Show, and they almost did. 
But then when season two came, it was the number one show for two seasons, season two, season three. And they knocked Lucy with, actually it's Here's Lucy. She started with her children and they knocked it off the number one spot and they did that. And then when season four came, the ratings fell and then Here's Lucy went back up again. <laughs> like that. Uh, incidentally, uh, Dizzy Ernest Sr. appeared on the show, her, Lucy's ex-husband, like that. And then season five came and uh, let's see. Most of the cast members uh, came back, except Nancy Phillips. Uh, but they added two more. Oh, no, actually three. Uh, they added uh, Larry Hovis and Richard Dawson from Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes ended in 1971, and they came. And they, those guys were funny. They were very good like that. Uh, they changed some things a little bit, uh, but the cocktail party was still there. Uh, there was dancing. The joke wall is still there. Um uh, and the sketches and all that, everything, the mom mom world, uh, that kind of waned down a bit. But uh, Sakatumi wasn't there anymore. I'll get to, to the catchphrases in a moment. Uh, for their 100th anniversary, they got most of the cast members back. Everyone came back uh, except Goldie Hawn. Uh, they did ask her to come back, but she refused, She declined. She says, it's like going back to kindergarten. I don't, I don't want to go back. But I wish she did. It would have been wonderful and endearing and hilarious. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, they brought Tiny Tim. And the guest, ho the guest star was John Wayne. And that's a classic. It really does. And so you had the old cast members and the new cast members through that episode. It was uh, very special. Okay. Also in the cast was Moosey Dreyer. He was a child actor. He's famous for on the Bob Newhart show. He played uh, Bill Daly's son. Uh, uh, what was the Howie Howie uh, Morton? I think that's his name. I forgot his name. I forgot his character's name. Yeah, but he played uh, plays his son, which he is a member of my group on Facebook. That's kind of cool. It really is. Also, Ruth Buzzy is in there as well. I'll get to that uh, later on. Okay, and then uh, season six, it changed drastically. Everyone, uh, Alan Seuss was gone, Johnny Brown, and Elder, Barbara Sharma, Larry Hovis, all the cast members were gone. <coughs> Excuse me, drink some water. So uh, the only ones that returned was Lily Tomlin, Dennis Allen, and Richard Dawson, and of course, Moosey Dreyer. And uh, the new ca uh, Lily Tomlin didn't appear much in the last season. Uh, there was something going on, uh, but uh, because she wanted to go, uh, she did some TV specials, or there was some friction with the producers or the directors, so she didn't. She was there, but she was there about half of them. So the rest of the cast members were Todd Bass. He's another uh, little boy. Uh, so he would do the news uh, with Moosey Dreyer. Uh, I found him on LinkedIn. I think it was him. He lives in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I don't know if he's on Facebook. I'm not sure. Then you have Patty Deutsch. She she used to be on Match Game a lot. She was funny. Also, uh, Sarah Kennedy. She was like Goldie Hawn. Then you have Judd Strunk. He was a, a singer. 
His famous song was Daisy a Day. It's a good song. Also, uh, Donna Jean Young, uh, Brian Bressler. He was a com uh, comedian from ca uh, Canada. He was only there for, for uh, just 10 episodes. Then you have Lisa Ferringer. She was... Uh, she was an actress, and uh, not all the cast members appeared. Uh, one person was Willie Tyler and Lester, or Ventura Cossack. Yeah, and they were African. He was an African American, very talented, very funny. He was like a black uh, Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> uh, they were hilarious, and he's still alive, and he's still is still performing. Uh, I don't know if he's a member of the group, but I don't know if he's aware of the Facebook group, but he, I do post, he does post on Facebook and I do share it on the group. And uh, so uh, the ratings took, uh, took a real nosedive and uh, let's see. And Joanne Worley returned and appeared a few episodes. So that helped. And then I remember watching the last season in Chicago. I remember seeing that it was an, uh so that and then it ended and that and it went into uh sort of tv oblivion like that okay and a lot of guest stars appeared to show of course it was jack benny uh, johnny carson carol channing tony curtis uh sammy davis jr of course here comes the judge phyllis diller Robert Feldon, uh, Peter Lawford, Rich Little, he appeared. Uh, there was, of course, uh, John Wayne, uh, Flip Wilson, and also Henny Youngman. <laughs> they did the. That's funny. <laughs> okay, uh, when I come back, I will talk about the catchphrases and the characters. Okay, so uh, I'll be right back, everyone. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back uh, just for a brief moment. Uh, right now, I'm going to talk about the sketches in the in the uh, the uh, catchphrases. Uh, of course, the first one was Saka to Me by uh, Judy Karn. And uh, they got that from George Shatler's wife. She got that from the song Respect from Aretha Franklin. You know, she used to sing that song, Sakatumi, 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 like that. And uh, she, a lot of people uh, got hit as well, but mostly it's her every week when she was on the show. Also, we have the Farkle family. <laughs> they, uh, they had uh, they had Frank Farkle, that's played by Dan Rowan, and... Uh, Almost all the cast dress up in red wigs and glasses and freckles and wore these, um, you know, uh, these funny pants. Except Joanne Worley, uh, she and uh, she was she played the wife, uh, Fanny Farkle. Uh, and then when she left the show, Barbara Sharma and Patty Deutsch played uh, took over her role. Uh, let's see, 
Then you have Goldie Hawn. She played Sparkle Farkle. Uh, Art Johnson will play Frank Farkle the fourth, and uh, Ruth Buzzy will play Flicker Farkle. She always say hi. <laughs> and uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Garfunkel were, was played by uh, Teresa Graves and Pamela Rogers in the third season, and Johnny Brown and Dennis Allen played in the fourth. And of course, uh, Dick Martin played Ferd Burfall, and he dressed. The funny thing is, he looked like the kids, <laughs> so you can figure out what was going on. And he was his good friend and trusted neighbor. <laughs> and uh, that is hilarious. You know, it looks so nerdy, but it's it's funny. Also, next up we have Here Comes the Judge, uh, Ruddy Mod. But Roxby played the stuffy, he played the, I'm sorry, he played the judge, but he didn't say here come the judge, but he would, uh, someone would insult the judge and he would hit him with the inflatable gavel and hit him on the head. And then, of course, they, they brought in Sammy Davis Jr. And also Pigmeat Martin. He's the one who came up with the catchphrase. Also, Laughing looks at the news. They did that. Also, in the beginning of the show, they had new talent time, and they introduced uh, Tiny Tim, also Paul Winchell, the ventriloquist. He would, uh, you know, with uh, Jerry Mahoney, and also uh, Artie Johnson's character, Pjork Rosmenko. He came back. Uh, he broke from the Iron Curtain. He talked in a Russian accent, speaking gibberish. Also, uh, they had Murray Langston. He was famous for the Unknown Comic on the Gong Show. Okay. Also, they had the Flying Ficker, Fickle Finger of Fate Award. <laughs> they would recognize uh, dubious achievements by uh, individuals and institutions <laughs> like that. And it, uh, and it was a left-handed, uh, um, uh, mounted on a, on a trophy with an extended index finger uh, adorned with two small wings. <laughs> it was like that. And uh, sometimes, let's see what else. Uh, let's see what have we got here. Uh, they had a lot of catchphrases. They also did uh, Robot Theater with uh, Judy Karn and Henry Gibson. You remember that? Let's see. I'll go through it quickly. Uh, Dan Rohn also did a character. He was General Bull Wright, and he, he wore this I don't know, Admiral's military outfit, you know, like that. Also, Dick Martin uh, also played Leonard Swizzle of the Swizzles with Ruth Buzzy. They did a drunk deck. <laughs> they did it. And uh, there we go. And then um, Artie, Artie Johnson did a few characters. He did Wolfgang, the German soldier that appeared – Mostly at the end of the show, and he would say, very interesting, you know, he appear on the bush. Sometimes in the middle he did the show. If he saw, if there was a sketch play, he would say, very interesting, but stupid. <laughs> and at the end, uh, he would say, good night, Lucy. <laughs> or he would talk about uh, Gunsmoke, because uh, those shows were opposite laughing. They did that. One of his other famous characters, uh, well, the other ones were, like I mentioned before, Pyotr Rosmenko, the Russian man who broke through the Iron Curtain at the time. Also, uh, Rabbi Shankar, 
he would say some wisdom. He would hold up a peace sign and would say that. And then uh, he also did the uh, the guy who rode the tricycle falling down. It could have been him. And he also did the Scandinavian storyteller. He would uh, spoke gibberish and Scandinavian, and he would do knock-knock jokes with that. <laughs> but his famous role of all is Tyrone F. Hornine. And he played the dirty old man. And according to Artie Johnson, he know he based that on a person in Chicago that was in a park and he was looking at people like that. And uh the sketch was always it was Ruth Buzzy. She played uh Gladys Ormfrey, very uh atro- and she wore atrocious hair, net saggy uh stockings and a very ugly dress. You know, and then uh, he would come over and say kinds of gibberish, and then he would try to, you know, he would try to seduce her, and he would say stuff like that, and then she would uh, hit, he would hit the cane on the floor, and then she would come, you know, going at the end of the seat, and he would say something, and she would take her purse and hit him on the head about three times, and then he would just collapse and fall on the floor. <laughs> and the most famous, uh, one is uh, a lot of people repeat that, and you would ask uh, Gladys, "Do you believe in the hereafter?" And Gladys would, oh, "Of course I do." And then uh, Tyrone would say, "Well, you know what I'm here after." And then the audience went crazy, and that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I really do. Uh, besides uh, Glass Humphrey, Ruth Buzzy did the door swizzle. She was paired with Dick Martin. They were both barflies. She did Agnes Gooch. She was a friendly hooker, <laughs> very busty. <laughs> she did Busy Buzzy. She was like a head of uh, Hollywood gossip columnist. She did that. Also did Catherine Pullman. That was based on a tevel like I can't say that televangelist Kathy Catherine Pullman. She did that. She she did that later on in the show. Henry Gibson did the poet. You know he was uh, let's say he would talk about kangaroos. By Henry Gibson, he would hold a uh, a big flower. Also, he was a priest, a parson. He would dress in a priest's outfit. Also, he married uh, Tyrone and uh, Gladys. That was in the third season. Uh, they did a few episodes on that, and then they just uh, didn't go through with it. A lot, I think, that uh, ruined it. You know, they and. Uh, but uh, it continued for a while. And then uh, Artie Johnson left the show in the fourth season, after the fourth season. And then Gladys would hit uh, famous people like Christopher Columbus or any uh, famous historical men. Like that. Goldie Hawn was giggling all the time, you know, with the news of the future. And uh, she would say some dumb things, <laughs> you know, like that. And uh, let's see, of course. Uh, when I, right now, I'm going to play uh, the introduction of Laughing. Well, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait uh, to do that. Uh, let me finish here. First off, we'll talk about Lily Tomlin. Uh, she, she was, uh, uh, she was uh, Ernestine, the telephone operator, famous as Ron Ringa Diggy. She would have, she would dial the phone with her middle finger, <laughs> flipping the bird like that. And uh, she would contact, uh, 
you know, Frank Sinatra or the White House or, you know, Richard Nixon. Also, she played um, Edith Ann. You know, she would be uh, a little girl sitting in a big rocking chair and she would say, that's the truth and blows a raspberry like this. <laughs> also, she played the tasteful lady. Her name was Mrs. Earborn and she would say very, she was like a society matron. She got, uh, she got socked too, you know, with socket to me. She got water thrown or she fell from the trap door. <laughs> she played Dottie, the crass and rude grocery checker. She played Lula, a boisterous woman with a big uh, white uh, uh, wig. Also, she did Susie's story, the sign of the majority. And she was like, and she would say raw like that. And she was the babbler, you know, little Tama would babble, you know, like that. Of course, Judy Karn did the uh, Sakatumi. She also did Robot Theater. She did Super Witch, uh, very briefly. Joanne Worley would sing and say, boring. <laughs> I like that. And the chicken jokes. Look, if I get the chicken jokes. Oh, it's hilarious. One time uh, she was with uh, Dan and Dick, and they were uh, talking about, uh, you didn't get the, about the socket to me. At least they were in chicken jokes, and a pile of ch rubber chickens fell on them. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, and we have big uh, Alan Seuss, who played Big Al. He would uh, do the sports, and he would do the feature. He would ring a little bell and say, oh, he calls it, oh, that tinkle. <laughs> And he also did Uncle Al. He did like a kid's show, uh, kitty show host. And uh, he would be, uh, be a hangover. And, uh, you know, it's Uncle Al. Like that. It's hilarious. It's funny. And uh, let's see what else. He was, when Joanne really left, he would dress in drag as her. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. One time they appeared together like that. It was funny. Okay, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, Jeremy Lloyd uh, was a short character, like a Toulouse track. He did that. Uh, Pamela Rogers did uh, Your Man in Washington. She wasn't a man. <laughs> uh, Barbara Schumer did The Meter Maid, and she would uh, she would dance and give tickets to everyth everything and every everybody like that. Of course, Johnny Brown did impersonations of Ed Sullivan, Alfred Hitchcock, Ralph Cramden, Kingfish from Amos and Handy. He did that. Uh, when Richard Dawson did, uh, did the show, he did uh, W.C. Fields, Groucho Marx, and he played Hawkins the butler. He would dress like a, he would start permission to, and then he would just uh, hit his forehead and he'd fall down on the floor <laughs> like that. Yeah, Okay. Uh, right now, I'm going to play the uh, the introduction of Laughing. Uh, the reason this special introduction is when this is the first show I watched when it came into reruns in 1983. I will explain that after I play this. So just sit back and listen, everyone. Thank you. I don't want to say anything, Goldie, but I think your toy boat was just sunk by a U-boat. <laughs> What you laugh at? You don't what know is what a U-boat? That's a no U-boat. That's my boat. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. 
from the School of Animal Husbandry and Marriage Counseling in beautiful downtown Burbank, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, starring Dan Rowan and Dick Martin, with special guest star James Garner, and special regulars Marty Johnson, with Ruth Fuzzy, Henry Gibson, Goldie Hahn, Alan Sue, Joanne Workley. Joanne Whirly Whirly, Teresa Glaze, Pamela Rogers, Jeremy Lloyd, Lily Tomlin, and Stu Gillum. And me, I'm Gary Owens, friend of Bird, Frank, and the Bartle family. Fester, that's Festus. <laughs> and me, I'm Ferd Burfell. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction of one of the shows. Uh, uh, before I get started about why I chose this introduction, let me say a few more catchphrases that I failed to mention. Uh, we have uh, looked that up in your Funkin' Wagnalls. That was the uh, encyclopedias. Uh, I don't think they're published anymore, and uh, but they they were. And uh, it was also a dictionary, too. Also, you have You Bet Your Sweet Bippy. <laughs> also, Ring My Chimes. Uh, remember that. Uh, beautiful Downtown Burbank. One ringy dingy, two ringy dingies. Uh, gracious Good Afternoon. That's how, you know, um, Ernestine used to do that. Lily uh, Tomlin's character. Uh, Glass would say, I just want to swing. And uh, was that another chicken joke? That was Joanne Worley's. Of course, Sock it to me. Blow it in my ear and I'll follow you anywhere. No, that's a no-no. <laughs> also, Morgul, the friend, friendly drelb. That was like a, he's like a pink snowman, abominable snowman character. He was introduced in the, in the second uh, second episode, but he didn't do very well. But he was mentioned for the rest of the rest of this, uh, series by Gary Owens. When we have Wal, one of Walnetto, here comes the judge. Very interesting. And that's the truth. Like that. Go to your room. <laughs> he pushed me. He pushed me. That's what Alan Sue says. Oh, that Henny Youngman. And uh, and how does that grab you? All these catchphrases. Like that. Well, I'll drink to that. And Dick Martin used to say that all the time. And he says, I did not know that. <laughs> And uh, also, I, for, I forgot to mention, uh, at the end of the show, they would do Good Night, Dick. And uh, all the uh, cast members and the guest star and the cameos would say that at the end. They said, Good Night, Dick. Good Night, Dick. Who's Dick? <laughs> like they, and then they, just, then they did, ah, I think I've got it too. And people will start scratching for no reason like that. Okay, so right now, um, the reason I played the introduction of that uh, that you just heard, uh, Laughing, after it went off the air in 1973, it was never syndicated. They never brought it back. And I often wonder why I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see the reruns. Why won't they bring it back? You know, almost like gave up. Then in 1983, 10 years later, they did. Uh, they brought it back in syndication. Uh, but it was heavily edited, and uh, 
the funny thing in Chicago, they aired it at three o'clock in the morning and like, oh my God, why did, why did they do that? Why didn't they air it in the evening? You know, and that was bizarre. So uh, luckily I had a VCR and I recorded it. I did that. Sometimes I went, I stayed up late uh, because I was going to school at the time. I was going to DeVry Institute of Technology and I stayed up late studying my ex for exams and then I would watch the show. Luckily, I recorded on my VCR and I watched the show. And the first time, uh, the first show I watched was that introduction with the guest star James Garner. And I saw it and it was like, wow, this is beautiful. It was funny. It was great. You know, all the familiar cast members were there, all the catchphrases. And oh, I couldn't wait. I wanted more. I wanted more. So I taped it every day. And that lasted about yeah, a year, maybe two. I think a year. And then um, then here on WGN TV Channel 9 in Chicago, like at 3 o'clock in the morning, like I mentioned before. Then they brought it back on Nick at Night. And uh, let's see. And then they uh, it aired on 1987. No, not 1987. Excuse me. They aired in the late 80s. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember exactly. And then uh, aired for about three years. It was still the synd same syndicated uh, reruns. And then uh, then they brought it back uh, on a cable channel called trio i don't think it's there anymore and uh it was the full episodes but i didn't have i didn't have that cable channel at the time and then they started bringing it back on decades and they aired like two episodes uh like that and uh let's see yeah so they uh, that started in uh 2016 in september with uh, everything in it, they ran through the entire six seasons. So you get to watch the sixth season, which was rarely shown like that. And then now it's available on Amazon Prime, on Tubi, and also uh, Freebie. That's IMDB. Yeah, they changed that. So then you watch the show. Also, it was released on DVD. And... Uh, it was first released in 2003, and they released some certain episodes. I, I got that. And uh, also they did uh, like a, I don't know, a mail, uh, not a mail order. They did that like on those infomercials where you get some certain episodes like that. Um, let's see what else. And then now Time Life uh, released a complete series on dvd and on june 19 2017 oh i was excited i can't wait to buy it i wanted to buy it. it was it was complete uncut restored remastered and came with a, a 32 page book uh there was uh there's a facebook page on facebook uh i think it was the time life one and they were having a contest to receive the for, uh the complete series for free if you would uh, say a comment or something. And I did, and I told him, uh, my name is Picassanas, I'm the admin of the Rowan and Martin's Laughing Facebook group. And I love the series, you know, I would love to get that. And you know, believe it or not, I won. And I got the series free. 
and they shipped it to me. Oh, that was wonderful. And I told them, thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate what you did. And uh, so that was cool. Like that. So I got it. And I watched the show from the beginning to the end, from the pilot to the last season. I watched it twice. I want to rewatch it again. So that was uh, that was a dream come true. That really was. Also, uh, there was uh, merchandise. Uh, you know, for laughing, they did. Uh, you know, they had restaurants uh, like uh, Fickle, uh like for example, um, Chain of Laughing uh, restaurants. They had menu items had Bippy Burgers. Is that a chicken joke? Chicken. <laughs> Fickle Finger of Fate Fries and Beautiful Downtown Burbank Burgers and on and on and on like that. And uh, let's see. So they were, and also they had a Laugh-In magazine. It was published for one year, started, uh, first published in October 1968, lasted through October 1969. And uh, those are collector's items. They were funny like that. They also had Laugh-In trading cards from the Tops Company. They did that. Uh, they had a Laugh-In Viewmaster. Remember those? They had that. I I saw that. I think I, they had a... One time I was at Woolworths at Fort City Mall, and there was an unopened uh, Viewmaster, and they had uh, the, uh, the Laugh-In one. And then I looked into it, and I saw it. Oh, it was kind of cool. I should have bought it, but I didn't. And uh, let's see what else. Oh. Uh, they had a spinoff series uh, called Let Letters to Laughing. That aired in the daytime, and it was hosted by Gary Owens. And cast members were on the show, and they would read letters, you know, sent by viewers, and you know, and they would read that. I think this was the first time Judy Kern and Lily Tomlin were on the show together. I think it was. I'm not sure. I think that's what they they re they met on the fourth season of the hundredth episode. Uh, of course, uh, and uh, the funny thing was, uh, some of the cast members appeared from Laughing appeared on an episode of I Dream a Genie that aired on February 1969, and they wanted Genie to be on the show because George Schlatter and Gary Owens saw her in her costume, and so and the other cast members were Artie Johnson and Judy Carnes. So that's a famous uh, episode. It's a classic, like that. Okay, and so. As I, as I close the show, uh, it's, it's a classic episode, a classic show. It's groundbreaking. I, I love it. You know, the funny thing, uh, not the funny thing, uh, you see the fashions, you know, what the women wore. And, you know, and this was in the late 60s. And uh, all the catchphrases and uh, all the topical subject, you know, all the subjects they talk about. Uh, it's one of a kind. It really is. And uh, I have a Facebook group. It's called the official Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In uh, Facebook group. I've had it for a few years. Ruth Buzzy is a member. I think Goldie Hawn's aware of it. I think Lily Tomlin as well. I don't know if they're member. I don't know. I don't know if they have uh, profiles. I think they have pages, and, but I, I know they're aware of that. Also, Moosey Dreyer is a member of the group. I'm glad he came. Also, uh, there are a couple of... Uh, uh, direct, not direct, yeah, people behind the scenes. There's a couple of them, there are members of that, and they provided photos and uh, stories of that. That's wonderful. 
It's amazing. And people post almost every day, and I add people there. So it's kind of cool like that. Okay, so that's the end of the show. <laughs> well, it's a long show. I apologize for that. So uh, I talk about the 55th anniversary of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In uh, that aired on NBC, also in, in Chicago, at WMAQ-TV, Channel 5 in, in Chicago. And uh, so this is Pico Science, your host of Vanishing Outland Stories. Uh, once this podcast is uh, completed, I will post it on wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify. Also, it will be posted on my uh, YouTube channel, Van Chicago and Stories, and also on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and Mastodon. Check it out. Okay. So, oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> but I had a good time. So here's uh, so so long, everybody. Everyone have a great day. Bye bye from me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music, saying bye bye bye. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye bye bye.